Welcome back to Voices of RO, brought to you by the RO Podcast. This is Joey Odom, co-founder of RO. I'm so glad you're here. This is our second episode of Voices of RO. This month, we have one of my absolute favorite people, Annie Grassi. I've gotten to know Annie since she joined RO. We didn't know each other before, and we've gotten to know each other. Annie is a spark of joy and life wherever she goes. She has a podcast herself. It's called the Unrefined Joy Podcast. I'd encourage you to listen to that. We were actually just guests on there and had a chance to talk with Annie a little bit more about RO. But Annie has come on Voices of RO to talk about her experience. She is a mom. She's a health and wellness expert, and she found herself missing moments um, tied to her phone, missing moments, whether it was just for her personally and her personal focus or with her kids and her family. And she goes into that. She's very open, uh, very vulnerable about her experience and then what it's been like for her to gain an awareness of that, have RO in her life. And our goal for you here is to feel seen, to relate to Annie's story Um, And then if you want to follow the path she's taken and joining Aura, we would love that. But even just to be inspired by her and hear her, we would love for you to uh, to sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with my friend Annie Grassi. Annie Grassi, I mean, just one of my favorites right here. Just just live looking at the screen at one of my favorites. Annie, it's so good to have you here. I'm so beyond pumped to finally get to chat with you face to face. Well, I'm I'm very pumped. We're really excited. You have been such like such a just a, I'm sure that you're just like this with everybody. Just such a spark of joy for us and um, an encouragement. And we didn't, I mean, we didn't know each other a couple months mm-hmm. ago. And who knows how the heck we got um, connected VR and we'll get into that, but, um, but you've been such an encouragement to us. So I wanted Annie, tell us a little bit about you and your family, um, you know, where you live, your spouse, your kids, all just, just tell us all about Annie Grassi. Oh man, that's so kind of you to say that. So currently right now I'm living in Houston, Texas. I grew up, um, in the Northeast in Boston. Both my husband and I came from the Northeast. We actually met here in Houston in the golf business, um, we the golf now, business. the golf business. Yeah. Wow, we were both okay, like teaching it. golf professionals. Um, and you get more golf in the, in the South, which now it's like, we've got almost 30 days of hundred degree temps right now. And we're like, well, we're not, neither yeah. of us are in the golf business anymore. So <laughs> we met, we're here. This is home. Texas has been home for us for about 12 years now. Um, we have two little ones. We've got a three and a half year old JP, little boy, and then a one year old little girl named Charlie Grace. And she is just wow, <laughs> like apple <laughs> of our eye. It's painful um, how amazing she is. Uh, we let's see. I have been in some form of the health and wellness growth space for the last, I don't know, better half of the last decade. I love people. I love getting to know people. I love figuring out what makes them tick. Um, that has just been like a major passion of mine. I go deep fast, <laughs> maybe to a fault. Uh, a lot of my friends are like, Annie, I'm not in the mood for being Annie today. Um, being Annie'd. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like, it's kind of a thing. I love, I just love people and, um, I love bringing joy to people's lives. It's kind of like, uh, people ask me what I do and they're like, you know, you, you kind of forget what your own superpower is until yeah. somebody brings it to light for you. And so I just, I like helping people get more life out of life. And 
um, finding ways to create more joy in their worlds. Um, yeah, this is, yeah. yeah. And anybody who's listened to the podcast, we've heard, we've, we've done, we've talked about you because you, you, you help people get out of ruts and women get out of ruts and, uh, which, which is such an amazing thing. I, I'm curious, I want to hear a story. So I want, I want you to mm. take us to a story of, could be embarrassing. It could be, you know, whatever mm. it is, just a, a story of when your phone has gotten in the way, this thing that's great that we love, but also can get in the way of life. So I want to hear a little bit of uh, so you have to, you have to open up a little bit on, tell us when your phone has gotten in the way of something important. So I've got no problem opening up. I've got a problem <laughs> narrowing down my story <laughs> because I've had too many, unfortunately, like lowercase S shameful moments around mm. my phone. Um, I just mentioned I spent the better half of the last decade in the health and wellness space working from my phone. And yeah. um, I kind of use that as a blanket statement to say, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. Um, and that was pre-kids to where I still felt those shameful moments. I wish, I wish Aura was around. Even just five years ago, I feel like it mm. would have tremendously helped me pre-kids. But now that I've got kids it's put this giant spotlight on my phone usage um, outside of like the typical kid seeing you on a phone, but more of like m me becoming short with my children, me being, huh. me being like short on patience, bone on bone. Right. So I, somebody asked me what RO is for me. RO for me is like the cartilage in my knees. It gives me cartilage so I'm not bone on bone with my children. That. It gives me that patience because, mm. not because my phone is away, but because I'm actually doing something restful instead of scrolling on my phone. So let me give you um, just like one of a million <laughs> situations of where I've found myself so early postpartum days, right? A lot of moms can probably relate to this is when you're so tapped out and this is yeah. probably for dads too, right? When you're so tapped out and you put the baby down for a nap and you finally get that exhale and you're like, I'm just going to go, I've got laundry to do. I've got dishes piling up. I've got all these things. My house feels chaotic, cluttered. My brain feels chaotic and cluttered, but just give me five minutes to just lay on the couch and be on my phone and yeah. let, you know what, the whole like sleep when the baby sleeps. And then all of a sudden you're laying on the couch on your phone and you hear the baby cry and you're like, dang it, they're already awake. But you don't realize <laughs> that an hour and a half has gone by. And oh. you've been sitting on your phone, scrolling on your phone. The dishes are still there. The laundry is still there. The chaos is still there. And then now, for some reason, and I know I'm not alone in this, but for some reason now you're resentful towards your baby. And now your mm. sweet baby is waking up that they've been you know, napping for an hour and a half. And then all of a sudden you go and pick them up out of the crib and you're like, dang it, you just took away my time is like the underlying theme here, which yeah. isn't okay. Right. But mm. so I've gotten to this point now I've become, okay, this is going to sound ridiculous. I've become the person that I hated <laughs> because I now have like a handle on laundry and dishes, which sounds like it sounds ridiculous. Just hear me out when I, when I've been, been able to become like focused on the thing that I want to do, because mm. my phone isn't the distraction, 
I mean, simplicity, clarity, like every calming word you can think of, it's possible. Wow. But I just need to, I just need to, I needed a tool to be able to put my phone away yeah. because yeah, that resentment, um, came up way too many. Let me just finish this. Let me just finish this one thing. Let me just, the amount of times I caught myself saying that, and it was usually around like, let me just send this text message. Let me just send this email. Let me just, and I would feel myself getting like ramped up. And I'm saying this to a three-year-old, right? You know, that's just, uh, I know what you mean. And then, and then I, I mean, I, I, I got to assume, and I know this has been my experience then, then I feel bad for, then I start shame spiraling. And then I start, like, it just becomes this cycle of I'm mad. I'm That's not the person I want to be. But so then you start, you start spiraling, you start shame spiraling. And that's hard enough for a young mom with, Mm. with an infant to not feel that immediate, just that the mom guilt that, um, that so many women feel because they do have such a a high sense of responsibility. And so I I assume that that Mm. that starts, and you tell me like that, that starts a little bit of a shame spiral too. Well, sure, because what are we scrolling to when we're on our phones is we're generally scrolling either other moms who make it look like they're doing it so easily, that they've got it together, or we're quote unquote learning from these accounts that are teaching us how to parent our children, how to get our children to sleep, how to do all these things. And then you're on information overload. And so then it's this comparison, overlearning, overeducating. And it's like this, it's just a surplus of thoughts and knowledge. And and yes, is some of it good? Of course it is. But it's yeah. in that moment when all of a sudden now we're taking that thought of, wow, she made it look like, you know, she just is so intentional with her child or she's got, you know, they're on a vacation with their child and their, their family and it looks wonderful. And they're at the beach and anybody who has kids that's been to the beach knows that it's never as great as it looks. (laughs) And that's okay. Like, and, and that's okay. Let's just not pretend that it's all, you know, like nobody gets sand inside their bathing suit. Like that's so (laughs) real and that's okay, but just don't make it look like it's, I don't know, mermaids yeah. splashing in the ocean. Right. I think I would love the beach a lot more if it didn't have sand. I really do. Sure. Same. Um, <laughs> all right. So can you, do you remember, and, and you may not, like whenever you first encountered, hey, Aro, what is this thing? What, and then you said, hey, this is for me. Did you mm. remember what, what that was like? You may not, which is totally fine. You said, hey, this is for me. I, I do need this. Can you take us to to that kind of thought process in those, those moments? Yeah. I mean, the, the beautiful irony is that I found Aro from Instagram. I mean, right. that's, that's kind of this, I don't know if dichotomy is the right word of like, I want less phone usage, but I'm learning about these things. And it's kind of this funny um, relationship of like, yes, it is, there is a positive on social media. And I just remember watching, I'm pretty sure it was your ad that pegged me that it was like, I just am I lying to myself when I'm saying I want more intentionality with my family, but I'm not, I, it felt like there was this strange crippling inability to actually do what I wanted to do Yeah, yeah. where it was like, ah, I, like, I know I want this. It's almost like if you're, I don't know if this makes sense, but it's like, you want to go for a run, but you've got braces on your legs. And it's like, I know that my body wants to run, but there's something holding me back. Okay. What do I need to do? in order to get that cadence going. And it was, I knew what I wanted. I knew the end result that I wanted. And I, it was a feeling too. It was something that I wanted to feel. Mm. Um, 
And I just needed like a little bit of a, I don't know, I just needed a little bit of a help. And it was kind of, it was almost this little tiny glimmer of like desperation of like, could this be my thing? Huh. Okay. Could this be, could this be the thing that I need? Well, I don't see anything else on the internet. I don't see anything else in the world. Like, could I put it in a, in a shoebox? Sure. Okay. Am I doing that? No, I'm not, I'm not mm. doing that. Could I turn off my notifications? Yes, I'm doing that. And then all of a sudden now I'm learning that doesn't help. That doesn't matter. I've done that for years. That didn't help. I'm checking my phone more. Well, I mean, like it was almost this like, I don't know what I need. And then, okay, I see this one thing. I'm like, well, this could be it. Let me, I don't know. Let me try. Let me yeah. try it. And now here I am on the other side of that. And it's affected the the days and weeks, even when I'm not at home, you know, we've traveled a little bit this summer. I don't bring my RO box with me when we traveled. Right. Have I thought about it? I have, <laughs> <laughs> I have, but you know what I've done? I've actually logged RO time in a hotel mm -hmm. room because I have put it in the drawer in the hotel room. Yeah. Cause I'm thinking to yeah. myself, okay, try something, but it's affected the way that I approach my phone just in a general sense now. Yeah. Talk about a little bit more on, on what that looks like. So RO, the term RO means to notice. Mm. What what have you noticed? And maybe maybe specifically relationally, and that could be relationship with your kids, your spouse, or even with yourself. What, what, what mm. have you noticed since finding a little bit more of this rhythm and routine of, of, um, of putting some distance between you and your phone? So a couple of things here. I I feel like, and I hope I'm not alone when I say this, I feel like my my brain kind of got to this point where it felt like, you know, tangled up necklaces, right? And it's like, it gets yeah. so frustrating and you don't even want to approach trying to untangle them. And it feels like everything's just been kind of laid out um, on a table. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I can notice my own thoughts because mm -hmm. I'm doing the dishes and only the dishes. I'm not doing the dishes and then checking my phone and doing the dishes and then checking my phone and taking longer to do them. I'm doing the laundry and only the laundry. And, you know, I don't mean to make it about, you know, housework, but that's where I am at in my life. Um, yeah. And I've found enjoyment doing those. That's where I said I have become the person that I've hated. Like I never understood that somebody could find peace and calm in keeping their home, you know, like that's something that I've found so much joy in doing is taking care of my home. And that's something that I felt like I couldn't do because I, you know, I'm using air quotes. I couldn't find time to do it. I had so much more time. I just, I was using it improperly. Yeah. Now don't laugh at me when I tell you this, <clears throat> when I was, um, really, really deep in the social media space a couple of years ago, I, you know, you want to be with the times and figure things out and how to create the best content. And so I actually bought this, um, online course on how to make better family videos. Okay. It was actually very good. It was, yeah. it was a really excellent course, but one of the main things that they teach you is how to take videos. It's not, they don't teach you this. They basically tell you how to take videos in slow motion so that you can then piece them together. Right. Here's what I feel like don't laugh at me. Okay. Here's what I feel like my world has become is that I notice my children in slow motion in real life. Mm. 
And I feel like I, ooh, I just got goosebumps saying this. Hold on. I don't want to cry <laughs> when I say this, but I feel like I'm able to really notice like, and I'm not just using mm -hmm. that term over and over again because you brought it up, but I feel like I'm really able to notice like when the sunlight catches my daughter's eyelashes and her hair is like glowing or if I'm watching my son play with his trucks and just the intensity in his eyes and the way his little hands work and watching his knuckles and like the tiniest little details. And I feel like I've been able to kind of catch a piece of my life in slow motion instead of just reviewing it on my phone at the end of the day, which is wonderful. Yeah, it is yeah. wonderful to be, I mean, I think that having a phone that can capture those moments truly in slow motion and be able to review them down the, you know, years down the road, but also in real time is just like, I, I don't know. I, I've literally got goosebumps all over me right now. Cause it's, um, that's it, you know, Yeah, that's it. That's beautiful. That what it, I can, I feel what you're saying. I really do. I can, I can see that too. I can see, you know, the sun catching your, your daughter's mm. eyes and just have, I mean, I think back on moments like that. I think about the time we were in Charlottesville, Virginia, and I just remember the sun glinting through mm. my, my daughter's eyes and she's lying in the grass at this, <clears throat> at this vineyard. And it was, it was just, <sighs> it's a magical moment and, and you're not experiencing it necessarily through pictures, which again are great. And our phones have a great place for that, but really being in that moment. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to think about other parents who, who probably feel a little bit hopeless and, and, and maybe not mm -hmm. hopeless, but maybe a little desperate or maybe even just a little frustrated. What kind of encouragement <clears throat> would you give, encouragement or advice to other parents, other families when it comes to phones and, and, and interaction and relationships? I think like at surface level and also the umbrella comment or like conversation is to allow yourself to be okay with the problem, I guess is the mm. best way to say it. Like be okay with knowing that it's not just you, you know, the phones, social media, it's all created to keep you on there. Like it's, we are the problem, but we're also the solution, right? Yes. I don't know if that, if that's coming across right, but what I'm, I'm trying to like kind of tiptoe around saying like, it's not you but it also is you. And that's yeah. a good thing. You know, like you can put your phone down. The, the world will keep spinning. It's okay. If you don't or if you're not updated every single day about that influencer's pregnancy that you actually don't know her in real life, like she can go along and have the baby without you knowing, and it's going to be <laughs> all right. You know, it's like, I feel like, honest to God, I feel like that was a big issue for me as I was like, well, what's going to happen if I don't, if I'm not up to date with all of these things? Well, guess what? Then you're up to date with your own life. Yeah. Like that's the mm. most important thing. You know, the whole, the age that my kids are in right now of being so little, we're in that watch me phase, right? We're in that watch this mommy, watch this mommy. And it's like, oh my God, you're doing the same thing that I watched you do five seconds ago, but that's important to him. Right. That's and so it true. it may be like it may be annoying and and I don't know what that's like with a teenager maybe it's still it's still another version of watch me maybe just quieter wow you know mm, I feel it's being that. said differently that's really good and i think arguably because it's being said more quietly it's easier to miss yes you're totally right Wow. Yeah. 
Annie, you, you, you do inspire us. You are mm. such an encouragement. People, you, you coach and you have a podcast where you tell people about um, where they can find info on those um, as we close yeah. out. Yeah. So I have a podcast called Unrefined Joy and it has been such a joy for me to um, launch and create. And uh, I have a couple guest speakers that are on there that bring really powerful stories Um I can, you can find my podcast on just about any platform, um, unrefined joy. I actually have an, uh, Instagram account that you can follow unrefined joy podcast. Uh, my personal account, it's actually a private account, but you're welcome to give me a follow there. It's Annie underscore grassy, uh, grass with an eye at the end. And, um, yeah, I, uh, I love to connect. Like I said, I love to connect with people. Uh, if you follow me, reach out email me what I mean, send me a carrier pigeon, come hang, let's have coffee (laughs) together, whatever it takes. Um, yeah, I, I love to connect with people. Joey, I'm, I'm, I really and truly am so grateful for what you're doing. And I don't say this lightly. I really think that what you are doing, the message that you're bringing, the, the, the physical product, um, that is, it's going to help so many people, uh, and I and I really believe that it's going to change uh, the the next generation of mm. intentionality yeah. and following through with what we say we want to do in our lives. Thank you. That that mm. is that is our goal. Is um, yeah, we want to we want to change the world, but that that does start with changing the end of, the worlds of individual families because um, mm-hmm. everybody has everybody has a whole world in and of themselves in their families. So. Annie, thank you. Mm. Grateful for you. Appreciate you joining us here on the RO Podcast. Thank you. Hey, thank you for joining us on Voices of RO. Hey, if you're an RO member and you would like to be part of Voices of RO, just shoot us an email at stories at goro.com. If you are not yet an RO member and you want to learn more, go to our website, goro.com, or follow us on Instagram at now. Lastly, if you would do me an enormous favor, will you please leave us a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts? Thank you so much for joining us on Voices of RO. We can't wait to see you next time on Voices of RO or the RO Podcast. The RO Podcast is produced and edited by the team at Palm Tree Podco. Special thanks to Emily Miles for video and digital support and to our executive producer, RO's own, Caitlin Farley. 